Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Garibaldi Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast brought to you by Nottinghamshire Live. Hello and welcome to Garibaldi Red, the Nottingham Forest podcast from Nottinghamshire Live, where I am joined by Sarah Clapson. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. We are here to discuss a really miserable defeat to Barnsley in the 94th minute, I think it was. Forest lost 1-0 and they needed a point to make the playoffs and they did not play well. And now it's all on the line. Sarah, what on earth happened at Barnsley? Oh, it was... It was terrible. <laughs> it was a really poor performance from start to finish, really. Um, Forest were lacklustre. They never got going. They didn't create anything. Um, I can't remember their goalkeeper having too many saves to make. They spent most of the match on the back foot, defending. Um, and up until, what, 93 minutes, you thought, well, OK, they're, they're going to manage to see out a point, the point that they needed, Um and we can just move on, forget about this. And then, yeah, 94th minute, goal, added time, um, horrible scrappy goal to concede. Um, and yeah, now we're, we're left going into the final game, which is not what you want. They were poor from the start again. They seemed to play very negatively in the sense of just trying to grind it out. What what I mean? What's going on in terms of these starts of the games? Do you think the Mucci's obviously trying to get them over the line, or that's how it appears? It doesn't seem to be working at all, does it? No, I mean they they've started slowly a lot this season. It's been a, a bit of a problem, um, and equally finishing's been a problem because they've conceded however many goals in injury time now. So it's kind of the bit in between. Sometimes it's been all right either side. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they've definitely got a few things that they need to iron out going into the playoffs. Um, I think as much as the manager said afterwards that the formation didn't have a great effect or or he thought that there was other factors or... or, um, I think it's difficult to say that it it didn't really because they they changed the system. Um, They didn't look entirely comfortable with it. They had this kind of three or five man defence depending on uh, how they, they whether they were attacking or defending um, and they just looked a bit all over the shop really defensively they looked nervous considering how many defenders they had on the pitch they were just a bit edgy um, and they just had nothing going forward there was there was just no creativity there was no kind of attacking outlet the gap between the front well Lewis Graben and Nuno de Costa and the midfielders was so big that Rabin and De Costa were having to drop back to try and get the ball and try and get involved, and they just never got going. They just didn't offer enough. Um, maybe they set up with the intention of thinking that a point was going to be good enough. That was what they needed, and, and thought, well, we'll rest some players and we'll, we'll tinker things around a little bit. Um, and it, it it didn't work really. They were, they made to pay the price for a scrappy goal in injury time and just not being able to get the points that they needed. 
did Lamucci say what the thinking was with the formation of playing three at the back? Was that injury based or what? Did he say anything about that post match? He said it was. Um, it was. They had Joe Lolly who who wasn't fully fit. They had Damiobi who who said he wasn't fully fit, um, and he, he was kind of obviously without Matty Cash. Um, and he said it was just to accommodate the the different scenarios. Really, um, I think. He's been really good tactically, Lamucci, throughout. And generally, he has got it right. And he, he does see things during games and he's not afraid to tweak things. He's not afraid to pull players off at half-time or change the system at half-time. And it was perhaps a bit surprising that he didn't do that yesterday. Um, because at half-time, you could see that it wasn't working. You could see they were struggling. You could see that they weren't getting enough of the ball. They were <laughs> they were struggling to string a few passes together, let alone create chances. Um, and generally, he's quite spot on and, and quite savvy at that. And he's not afraid to, to change it. Um, I was a little bit surprised, but I mean, given the options that they had on the bench, if if Lolly's not fully fit, you, would you risk him? Would you bring him on? I don't think you would. Amiobi, he, he did. Um, and he, he did add a bit more attacking intent. He did look bright, but they didn't have too many options really where you thought, well, he could come on and... It, yeah, it, it was just... For me, they were set up wrong. I think if you if you try and tinker too much, you always run the risk of it going wrong. Um, and we've seen that before. And I think they just didn't set up right. They didn't look like they were going to go for the win. When you compared them to um, to Barnsley, Barnsley were desperate for the win. They were going for it right from the fir- right from the first whistle. They were throwing everything at Forest. They looked like the side that were Forest looked like they were on the beach. They looked like they didn't have anything to play for. Which, you know they do. That I think it, the manager said afterwards that he thought that his players didn't have the the same desire and the same willingness to win as Barnsley. And I don't think you could question that they want it for sure. That you know the players are desperate to get to the playoffs. You can tell that from speaking to them and from watching them out on the pitch. But whether it was nerves, whether it was just. I don't know what it was, but it was a really bad day. I think the one thing you can say is that, well, hopefully they've got that out of their system now. And if they make it to the playoffs, then they can't play as bad as that, for sure. Yeah, I mean, this team has its strengths, but I don't think it's good enough to be outworked by anyone. If they're going to get promoted, then they've got to run further and harder and faster than anyone they meet in the playoffs. That's how they've got here, really, is discipline, tactical nows, those kind of factors that have just gone out the window the last few games at the wrong time. We are live on Facebook, so if you want to drop some comments in, we'll go through a few of those later. And questions, uh, we'll come to those in a bit, actually. I just want to go to the injury situation first. Um, the main one is obviously Bryce Samba. Mm. Lamucci said after the game that he's he's a doubt for Stoke, which to me means he's got to be a doubt for the playoffs. I'm not sure he was ever fully fit after the restart anyway with the goal mm. kicks thing and not quite looking his best uh, just tell people what the situation with Samba is and then we'll come on to Jordan Smith Sarah I don't think it's I don't think it's a serious injury I think it is just a he, he's doubtful and you wouldn't risk him if that had been a playoff game um, yesterday I think he would have played whether he was 100% or not um, mm. because it, it, you know he's a big game player he's the He's the goalkeeper that you want. He's the first choice. Um, I don't think they'll risk him on Wednesday, um, but I'd be amazed if he's not back for the playoffs, even if he's not fully 
100% fit. And I think you can see like the last couple of games he has been struggling. We've seen him not taking all the goal kicks. Um, he had a bit of treatment at times. Um, but I think the big games, that's what, the, you know, that's what they're, they're saving him for. Um, and Jordan Smith did, he, he was man of the match for me yesterday. He, he had a really good game. Um, so I don't think there's there should be there shouldn't be any concern if he ends up having to play against Stoke um, as much as you'd want Samba there because having that settled defence, having Samba and that that back line that they've had for most of most of the season up until yesterday really, um, that's really helped them. They've um, for the most part they've been tough to beat. They've been solid, um, difficult to to break down, um, and I think that has come a lot from consistency in having the same goalkeeper and the same defence um, but if I don't think you'd, what, why would you risk him why would you risk one of your players if if you've got a good goalkeeper in Jordan Smith who can come in um, I think I think that, that Smith will play on Wednesday and then Samba will be back for, for the playoffs hopefully um, you'd, you'd like to think he will be anyway well got to get in the playoffs but yeah, well, they, yeah, should so, yeah. they should do they should do um, we'll come on to that in a, a later. I mean, the, the one thing about Jordan Smith is, yeah, he's he had that season where he played a lot of games, and he played in what was basically a playoff game against Ipswich to keep him in the league. And he had a brilliant game, and he made the save that perhaps changed the destiny of the club, arguably in a sense that mm. kept them in the championship before they went on and won that game. So, yeah, I don't think there should be any worries about him. No. He's not Bryce Samba, obviously. Bryce Samba's clearly number one. He saw off Harry Murich. But yeah. Smith's a good good number two to have, isn't he? Absolutely. He was he was brilliant yesterday. Um he made Barnsley would have been gosh, they could have been home and dry by half time if it wasn't for him. He pulled off some really good saves. Um he looked confident, he he looked um calm and composed for most part. It was a real it was harsh on him, I think, to concede right at the end. He deserved to keep a clean sheet because he he kept his team in it and he'd been brilliant. Um it, it was a real sucker punch for him, a real killer. And you could see how much it meant to him at the end because he he pretty much just collapsed on the floor straight away. He was um yeah, he was devastated for it. Just going to the comments then, Kevin Robux says the manager doesn't know doesn't know how to set a team up for a win. I'm not sure that's right. Particularly, no. is, it, is it fair to say that he hasn't he hasn't got it right in the last couple of games? Because obviously, we give him a lot of praise for the things he has done. Is it? I mean, we, you know, is it fair to say that he got it wrong at Barnsley the way they went about it? Yeah, I think so. I think they looked like they were set up to get a draw, or they looked like they were content to get a draw. And for me, they should have been going for the win. Um, they should have tried to get the three points. Whether they just needed a point or not, you should have been trying to get the win. Um, I, I'm sure they were. I'm, you know, I'm not saying that they, they didn't want to win, but um, yeah, I think they were set up too defensively for me yesterday. They didn't have enough creative players on the pitch um, and the system was just wrong. It didn't suit the players that they had. I don't think you could... And I think you, you have to say that's down to Lamucci really more often than not he has got it right but yesterday I don't think he did I think he he picked the wrong system he tweaked it too much and it yeah it it didn't pay off Uh, I remember you said the other day players get better when they're not playing which I thought was a good line does Joe Lolly look a better player now because 
Forest aren't creating anything. And there were people who he had his detractors earlier in the season because he wasn't at the level of last season. But it shows the value of him and Cash down the wing and just what a kind of creative force they are for Forest, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, lo- I mean, Lolly hasn't been at his best, or he hasn't been at the former he was last season, I should say. Um, he's had his moments and he, he's, you know, he's such a key player. Forest really need him fit for well, hopefully for Wednesday and then definitely for the playoffs because he can create things. He's he's really key for them. Um, Cash as well. Jenkinson has come in and done a, a good job. I think he's been pretty solid, but he doesn't get forward as much as Matty Cash. He doesn't offer that same kind of attacking outlet down the, the right. Um, and yeah, Forrest missed that yesterday. Um, if they can get Cash and Lolly fit, if they can be at full strength, then... Forest on their day can beat anybody if they if they play to their strengths if they have the the first choice team out there then you know there's no reason why they can't go into games and get results that they need I think it's when it's when they try to change things a little bit too much when they you don't I don't want to say that you know the the fringe players aren't stepping up but if you're without big players like Lolly and Cash and Samba then that's the crux of Forest team. That's the spine of Forest team. Without them, they, they're going to struggle. Any team will struggle, I think, because they're such big players. Uh, Calvin Orley says it's not the manager's fault they've conceded a goal in the last five minutes consistently since we've started again, which is true. Why does that keep happening, do we think? I mean, is it, it must be in their heads by now, mustn't it? That, that they're going in stuff time. Yeah, I think it must be by now. Once you've conceded a few... Then you you know further down the line you're thinking oh gosh we're, you know we're into added time this has happened before it starts to blow on your mind it's bound to because you know you've experienced it so many times it such a uh, such a large part of football is mentality and the what goes on in the head and it, it's obviously starting to play on them now and it's something they're going to have to put right it's that kind of game management it's seeing games out it's it's making sure that you you play to the final whistle and. You know, that should be a given, but equally, I think Forrest, too many times they've not killed games off. It's not It's not always just about conceding in the last minute. It's not killing games off before that. It's not getting the goals they need to be home and dry, to be to have the, the points in the bag. They need to make sure they do that. They need to make sure that they're ruthless and that they take chances and that, well, certainly they create more than they did yesterday because they can only think of two, really. And they were, um, Lewis Grabbins won early on and then... You know, Costa's backheeled flick. I can't think of any other times where you thought, oh, Forrester in here, they might get something. And that was that was pretty much it. Whereas Barnsley, gosh, you could list countless times they hit the bar, Jordan Smith might save, have to save, have to save. Um, and if you want to get three points or if you want to get a draw you need, then, you know, you need to be scoring goals. Before we look at Stoke then on Wednesday and the permutations around that, just um, what's the injury situation with Cash, Lolly and Sam Bissau, who, who did play? Um, are you expecting them to be back for Stoke or the playoffs? I don't know about Stoke. Um, I would say, again, similar to, to Bree Samba, it's, it's whether you risk them or not. Um, I mean, there's an argument for, for, for playing them, certainly, so that you, you know, you've got the team trying to build a little bit of momentum, albeit it's only one game. Um, Lolly, for me, last week when he came off the bench, he didn't look 100%. Um, Lamucci said pretty much that he was struggling. He was obviously still struggling yesterday because he didn't come on. Um, 
a bit more rest might help him. Um, Cash wasn't in the squad yesterday, but I would think I would think he'll be. I don't know, maybe not for Stoke, but you'd hope for the playoffs. I think that hopefully Forest will want to have a full strength team if and when they get to the playoffs, and whether it's right to risk players or not now. You know, it's obviously what they've decided not to do. They've decided to give players a break, but or players who are kind of fifty-fifty, they've decided not to include them. Um, whether it whether that's the right call, I don't know. I guess you could see it from from both sides of the argument, really. If we, when you look at the league table, then obviously Forest needed a point to get in the playoffs at Barnsley. They still need a point mathematically. There is that goal difference swing that means they're sort of still got one foot in the playoffs they need to lose probably by a couple of goals and have Swansea win by a few goals the fixtures on Wednesday are Reading v Swansea Cardiff v Hull and Forest v Stoke so you've got Reading are in theory you know on the beach already for a very short time before they come back for pre-season Hull are absolutely useless and should be beaten out of sight by Cardiff and Stoke are kind of in the same position as Reading, but Michael O'Neill doesn't strike me as the manager who's going to let his players uh, go through the motions. And they've got a bit to play for in terms of impressing him for next season. So mm. it's certainly not an easy game, is it, Sarah, against Stoke? No, no, no. I mean, if Forest, if Forest aren't focused, if they aren't on it, then there's absolutely the potential for things to go wrong on Wednesday. Uh, you know, the championship this season has been crazy. There's been so many up and down, topsy-turvy results. It's, there's a lot of um, scenarios that have come right down to the wire and you wouldn't want to rely on, you wouldn't want to rely on somebody else. Forests need to look after themselves. They need to get the point or the points that they need. Take care of their own position. Forget about what happens elsewhere. Get it done. Um, and then look forward. Put what's happened behind you. Start again for the playoffs. Go again. Um, clean start. One-off games. <sighs> yeah, I just hope they play better than they did yesterday because you you want you want to go into assuming that they get to play. You want to go into them in a good frame of mind and a good in a good place. And I don't think they were at the final whistle yesterday. Which um, he said the dressing room was well. He said it was a horrible place. It was terrible. The, the atmosphere was not good. The players were down. He's got to lift them now. He's got to pick them back up quickly because they can't let that, they can't dwell on it. They can't let that play on their minds when they go out on the city ground on Wednesday. They've got to put in a good performance, take care of their own position, and then go again for the playoffs. And we said before in the playoffs, anything can happen. It's such a lottery. If you play well on the day, then you're in with a chance. And you can look at the form that Forrest have been in and say that, well, that, you know, the People might think they'll struggle, but one-off games, they've got as good a chance of anybody. Um, and if they set up right, if they have players that perform to their best, if they play like they know they can play, and we've seen it so many times this season. I know there's been... You can point to games where they've struggled, where they've not been great, where the football's been pretty dire. But equally, there's been games where they've played wrong, where they've they played right, sorry, where they've played good football, where they've scored nice goals, where they've put nice moves together they are capable of it they just need to show it 
Yeah, I mean, I've seen Forest four times in the playoffs and it's been brutal every time. They should have won. <laughs> I'm trying to be optimistic. <laughs> well, well, my point is to be optimistic is they should have won all those games. They yeah. should have beat Sheffield United, as we know. Yeovil was just a nightmare. Blackpool, Swansea, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really matter if you should win those games. I mean, on paper, Forest should should lose the playoffs now. But equally, I, I feel that they could just go out and win them still because... Hmm. If Lamucci gets it right, if the team gets it right on the day, they're very good against the best team. So I don't think we should be completely down and out. I just would like them to go at Stoke and not be negative and not play for a point. And Forest are better than Stoke this season if they perform. So I really hope that they go out. But this is where Lamucci earns his money, isn't it? Andy Reid was on yes. Five Live the other day saying managers make the, make the difference in the playoffs. Well, Lamucci's got to you know, show what he can do again this season, having already transformed the club or the team. This is a big chance for him to show what a good manager he is, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Um, he's proved it already. He's, you know, he's yeah. got them to where they are and they've got where they are because they, the style of football, all right, maybe it's not attractive to watch all the time, but it's effective. It gets points. Um, and that's got them up the table. That's what's counted. So, yeah, you're right. It is where he... He comes into his own. He, we've heard from a few of the players saying that he's great at these pre-match team talks, great at these half-time team talks, and he's going to have to dig one out of the bag on uh, on Wednesday for sure. Um, and he's got to get the players lifted. He's got to to get them in the right frame of mind because I don't think you can go out there on Wednesday and think, well, we just need a point. We'll just play for a draw. They tried that on Sunday. It didn't work. You're going to have to go out there, play for the win, play for the three points, play like you're... Play like you're in the final. Play. I mean, that's what they've called it. They've called it a final. Play like you're fighting to win something, which they are. They're fighting to get in the playoffs. Just, yeah, I think that it would serve them well if they go out and put in a really good performance and make it easy for themselves and make it easy for everybody else watching because we don't want... We don't want to go into the last few minutes on Wednesday thinking, oh, crikey, it's nil-nil. What's going to happen here? Thinking about what's happening elsewhere, yeah, you don't want that. You don't want any nerves. Um, a nice, easy performance would uh, certainly help. Uh, let's go through a couple more comments quickly. Lisa Haskard, I'd love to see Mighton start on Wednesday. That's a big ask of a young lad, but he has yeah. looked quite bright when he's come off the bench, hasn't he? He has. He's done really well. He, he, he offers them something um, and he's looked lively. He's been willing to run. He's been willing to, you know, come on and pitch in, but yeah, that that would be a big call, I think, to start him on Wednesday. It's a big game. It's a lot of pressure. It's a it's a lot to ask of a, a young player that is still trying to break through into the team. He's still trying to make his way in. Um, that's a, a a lot of weight to put on your shoulders. And I'm not saying that he couldn't cope with it, but I think it would be yeah, it it would be a big ask for him. Uh, James McCready, for playoffs, do you go defensive or change it and go attacking? I think you just have to play the way that has got you to where you are. And Forest seems to me to have just gone away from that uh, the last few games. If they, you know, they're not they're not a team that's going to have fifty percent of the ball, even never mind sixty or seventy. But they've lost that counter attacking kind of swagger that even they had like when they came back at Sheffield Wednesday and uh, at Derby. So. I think they just need to actually find find themselves again rather than worry too much about 
going all out or being too defensive. Uh, where else? Uh, lots of car value comments. Sarah, I'll just ask you really quickly. Carvalho is not going to feature heavily at the moment, is he, beyond, based, on, based on what we've seen? If you could just give us a short comment on all the Carvalho comments that are coming in. No, um, I mean, he wasn't even in the squad yesterday. Um, let me, I mean, let me just said it, he's not, he doesn't want to, he's, when asked, I'm not going to, when, when he's been asked about it, he said, I don't want to talk about individual players. And for me, that says a lot. He's not been playing much this season, so he's not going to suddenly come in now and be a first-choice player. He, he clearly doesn't fit in the way that Lamucci wants to play and the, the way that he sets up the team. And that's no reflection on Yao Carvalho because I think he's a, a really talented player. It's just that he doesn't fit in and that's not going to change in the next few games. You're not going to see him all of a sudden pop up in the playoffs, I don't think, because he's barely featured this season. He might be on the bench. But even when he's been on the bench, he's not, you know, he's struggled to get game time. Um, it, yeah, it's, um, I think people, it's easy to forget that he he hasn't been, he hasn't shown the kind of form that we all know he can show this season. And yeah, like we mentioned before, when you, you're not playing, I think sometimes you do become a better player. He's really talented. He's got bags and bags of quality, but this year he's not really shown it. Um, and that, that's why he's not in the squad. That's not why he's getting game time. If he'd been at his best, if he'd been able to put the kind of performances in and, and show the skills that we all know he's got, then he'd be playing. But he's not managed to do that. Yeah, and there's no point you asking the Moochie after uh, about it game after game after game because managers no. don't like those questions because what we can say. <laughs> I think we'd get the same response every time. Um, exactly. And eventually we'd get no response. So. No, but- Every time we do these things, we get so many car value questions. So, uh, Will Jones, true. Uh, Will Jones, Lamucci's made some selection mistakes, and hindsight's a wonderful thing. The time is now to get things right, play our best team, best formation, play our own game to get us where we are and trust in it. I think that's right. That's a good sentiment. Yeah, for sure. Um, Right. Let's just start to wind things up looking at Stoke. Give us your prediction. I said Forest would beat Barnsley three 0 so I might as well not say anything this time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did actually think they would. I predicted a defeat on Sunday. <laughs> I wasn't. I was hoping I was going to be proved wrong, but um, yeah. So Wednesday, I'm going to go for a win. I think that they've got so much. They've got a, a massive point to prove now, um, and they'll want to do it. They'll be. I'm hoping that they're going to be really fired up, and that they've got this bad performance out of the way, and you know they've got that out of their system and. They'll go out there and play play their own game, play like they know they can play, play what's got them to where they are now and have a get a good win under their belts. Um and I think they're gonna do it. I do. I think um, I'll go two nil. Yeah, I think that's the big sentiment for sure. You can't you can't approach it like they did at Barnsley. I think if we they go about it like they did against like Birmingham at home or someone like that, those kind of games, I think they should they definitely can beat Stoke. And then like I said earlier, I still think they can get promoted via the playoffs. Just gotta get there first. But yeah. yeah still got one yeah. foot there in there. Just oh, it's not, it's got not one and a half feet in there, I think. Yeah, there's just a bit of mud under the boots and it's a bit slippery. Yeah, so we're gonna so. yeah. get on some solid ground. Right. Thank you everyone for the comments for joining us today and thank you, Sarah, for coming yeah, in. Thank uh, you. 
But you don't start your shift till later, so I do appreciate you <laughs> stepping into the breach. Anything to read? Uh, we shall be back. <laughs> we shall be back on Thursday to hopefully look ahead to a playoff semi final. I've got I'll be gutted if they can't, if they if they're not, but they really should be. So yeah. uh, let's hope they go out and beat Stoke and we're all feeling a bit more optimistic. So thank you very much everyone. Thank you, Sarah, and we will catch you soon. Thank you for listening to Garibaldi Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah.